What a great result for our state, for our city and the world game. We should all be proud of this. We are one of nine host cities for the 2023 Women's World Cup. This is a major milestone and I thought we'd celebrate it with our Minister for Sport. His team and our government to be able to help get this over the line is just terrific. Corey, what a thrill, what a vote of confidence. This is a massive. Minister, congratulations. Look, thanks, Rolly, and I know you like to get excited by things, but yeah. this is something to genuinely get excited <laughs> yeah. about. This is so good for, for sport, for women's sport in particular, but uh, we're going to see some of the best players in the world playing here in Adelaide uh, and across the Women's World Cup. It's going to be something special, and you know with the World Game football, they put on a really big show, so it's going to showcase Adelaide, South Australia on a world stage uh, with some of the greatest uh, nations and the, the multiculturalism that comes with this is going to be so exciting and I think South Australians are going to love it. Your government invested $45 million into Highmarsh Stadium, the upgrade. Um, that's now money well spent. This, the reach this will give our state is incredible, Minister. Yeah, this was all part of the project, Roy, and it was exciting to work with FIFA and Football Australia and Football South Australia to put this bid together. And we knew that, you know, the upgrades at, at Highmarsh are, are greatly needed. It hasn't had, you know, money spent on it by the, uh, the Office of Rec and Sports since, uh, uh, substantial money, at least since the Olympics back in 2000. So this investment was needed to upgrade the change rooms, the lights, put a, uh, a canopy over the, uh, the Eastern Standard, really lit the media centre and the corporate facilities. But what um, FIFA were really keen about was the legacy that's left afterwards. And this dovetailed into the what we're doing out at Jeff's Cross at State Sports Park there, where we're building the home of football, uh, a $24 million investment there to have uh, a 1,000-seat um, you know, mini stadium, if you like, two extra pitches as well, plus 10 five-a-side pitches. It's going to be a real home of football out there as well. So it was the two investments and the fact that they know South Australia gets behind events and everyone will support it that really cemented our bid. So it was a job well done by everyone. Yeah, our state per capita turn up to world-class events, and I think people know that. We had that yep. record crowd just recently for our women's reds, just around 5,500. So well done to the public as well. When will the development start at Highmarsh? Yeah, it's it's gone through what's called Public Works Committee yesterday, I think, Rowie. So it's uh, it's good to get going any time now. So it'll start very shortly. Uh, Adelaide Benny Management are going to sort of manage the project for us, which is really great. They're experts in this area, and uh, it'll get underway very, very soon. We just need to get the Matildas fixture here. I know you have a lot of Paul Minister Wingard, <laughs> so that's your next battle. We need to see them here. I'll lean on you for your expertise there as well, Ravi. Look, we'll do all we can. But the great thing about a World Cup, and, and you know, we'll probably people will get to adopt other nations and other countries and that sort of stuff. And and there are some great nations out there and some great players out there. And I think that's again where the legacy will come. You know, we know our Sam Kerr's and our Gemma McCormick's and 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 the Australian players, and we'll get to know them even better through this process. But we'll get to know other international uh, stars on the world stage as well and get to adopt those countries as well. So any games we get will, will be great. We'll look to get Matildas uh, at any turn and, and, you know, we'll push as hard as we can. But the other opportunity that comes with this rowing, and I think this is exciting too, and, and that is all the sporting terminology now is about bubbles and hubs and this sort of stuff. Now, the facility we're building at Jets Cross and the way we want to look at this is 
we're one of the safest places in the world and the world knows that. So the opportunity to get training camps and countries to come out and prepare here and be a part of our, you know, our, our setup will be great too because that will roll on and have a great effect to the young soccer players, girls and boys, um, and get them excited by the World Cup too. To your department, to our Premier of the Government, major events, this is a real coup for this year, this state. and We should all be and share the pride in this. It really is. I know we're going to nail it. Um, Minister Corey Wingard, as always, thanks for your time. Good to chat, mate. Cheers. No, well done. I am wrapped with that. that. This is massive. It's a great story, isn't it? So there's the government. We've heard from them. Imagine how excited they would be at the headquarters. Let's head to the FFA. Joining me is Sarah Walsh, former Matilda and current Footy Australia head of women's football, women's World Cup legacy and inclusion. Sarah, welcome and ho, ho, ho. How good's this? <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. Uh, look, it's fantastic news, I have to say, um, particularly, you know, the way that uh, I hear that the Premier responded when uh, he found out and obviously all the football stakeholders. But um, obviously, you know, speaking to you today, it's had a serious impact, positive impact on the community. So I'm super happy for Adelaide and South Australia. I said you had two hats. Can I start with a past player hat? Um, it is exciting. What will it mean for the girls? Oh, look, it's, it's, to be honest, as a former player, it's still surreal. I think, yeah. you know, I think the, the tournament will pass us by and I, I probably will still believe it didn't happen. To think about um, the Women's World Cup on home soil, I mean, a billion people watched oh, no. the 2019 um, France event, uh, Women's World Cup, and this is going to be bigger because there's 32 teams instead of 24. So uh, I just, I really can't get my head around what it's going to feel like to go to watch a game. Um the players to be able to play in their home country, large majority of the stadiums yellow. Um, you know that's that's a real privilege because you know they travel a lot and spend a lot of time in other countries with packed stadiums in enemy territory. But this is this is on home soil, so it's giving them all the opportunity to to win and lift the trophy. Yeah, recently the Matildas were voted our number one national sporting team. I can see why they're going to one day end up our most successful. Fingers crossed. Um, crowds here in Adelaide will be absolutely um, ballistic. We just recently, with our Reds women's team, and you'd know this well, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, a record crowd. We love it. Um, did that help in negotiations? Did it help us get it over the line? What were the considerations? Because Generally, they overstep us, Sarah, so that's why we're so <laughs> over the moon. Yeah, well, look, I think um, obviously the, the investment from the state government, um, it's a great little stadium there, football um, boutique stadium. Yes. So when you're thinking about, you know, the, the build-up and group matches and and uh, beyond, it's, um, it's a really exciting prospect. You know, I was actually there uh, for 2006 Asian Cup. I played in that and, um, you know, we didn't fill the stands, but the community around the actual team mm. itself is exactly what a team wants. Um, but look, yeah, uh, obviously the decision was FIFA's um, and it was based on uh, a number of different elements uh, in terms of you know off-field and on-field, in terms of the stadium and hotels, um, all the, I guess, all of the support structures that, that fit with our, around a, um, hosting an actual tournament and matches hosting the city. So look, it's, um, they, I think you know, the South Australian government uh, Football South Australia um, put their best foot forward and, and were rewarded for that. So it's um, uh, we're, we're super excited that, uh, that Adelaide are in. 
Well, here's our wish list. Okay, I know nations need to qualify, <laughs> but we need the Matildas to play at Cooper Stadium. We'd love Team USA, English team in Italy. There you go, in that order. Okay, got it. <laughs> will we get? Will we get the Matildas? Oh, uh, look, it's it's yeah, it's all all based off the draw and the scheduling, which is which is soon to be um, taking place. So. Obviously, this is a key milestone, working out where the host cities are going to be from that. Maybe the scheduling, the draw. Um, FIFA also setting up, which is a new concept as well. Um, this is why it's going to be bigger than 2019 in France. They're setting up a separate FIFA entity um, in Australia that will actually deliver the event itself. That's the first That's first men or women. Um, usually, it's delivered by an LOC. This is going to be huge. They're in town to deliver it themselves which also allows uh, Football Australia and, uh, you know, Football South Australia to focus on legacy, which is, I have to say, Adelaide of all the cities, I'm most excited about uh, what we can achieve off the park, you know, getting more women in the game, um, greater infrastructure, which is already happening here, but in the community so we can start to, you know, build sport and football around the actual event. Wow, Kerr, Carpenter, Caitlin, Caitlin Ford, Pockinghorn. I could go on and on where stars started. We've got the Olympics around the corner, less than 200 days. Um, are we a chance there for gold? Oh, look, yes. Um, I think, obviously, COVID has created a lot of challenges, but, um, you know, these are our first matches in a long time coming up against Germany and the Netherlands, so it's um, really welcomed uh, competition and, obviously, preparation for the Olympics, so... You know, a lot of the other countries have had matches and have been able to um, put those matches on. So I think we also have a new coach. Uh, Tony is meeting him for the first time in April, which is just crazy. So I think, uh, you know, he once said that the team that prepares the best and um, adapts and adjusts, adjusts to the change that COVID will create will be the team that wins, not mm. necessarily the, the best yeah. team on the park. And I think that uh, we're giving him their best opportunity to do that. So. I mean, Germany and Netherlands, uh, two and four, respectively, in the world. So it's um, it's exciting. They'll be great matches. Um, what a platform for your sport, for future generations. It will go next level. The, 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 this is massive. I can hear it in your voice, Sarah, and we're sensing it here in Adelaide. <laughs> it, 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 people it, it really get... is big. Yeah. They do not understand. We, we're literally talking about it as the biggest event since Sydney 2000. There you go. Um, and, and that's actually, that's fact. Yeah. The numbers that um, that this the, the Women's World Cup itself is not only the the biggest women's sporting event; it's actually one of the biggest sporting events in the world. So it's on our shore. We're delivering it with New Zealand. Um, I mean, you won't uh, you know just get involved where you can. So I'm still, I can't wait to get to Adelaide and watch <laughs> the matches. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, congratulations. With COVID times, it's been difficult for everyone in professional sport, certainly in yours. Uh, this is terrific result for the sport our state, for the FFA, for our country. Please enjoy today. We will go celebrate, and thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day. Oh, brilliant. Sarah Walsh there, former Matilda and current Football Australia head of women's footy. You can hear it in her voice. Yeah. This is massive. <laughs> Sarah Walsh, our guest. It's a great day. 29 minutes after four, after the 4.30 news headlines with Michaela, Warren Treadray, and special guest Noah Anderson from The Sun.